This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. That was depressing news that we got, I believe it was Saturday night. Passing of Jeff Charles, the voice of East Carolina. And for somebody like me, I didn't grow up here. I've spent almost half my life here by now. Pretty close. In a couple of, in a few years, it'll be half my life. But Jeff Charles was, to me, East Carolina football. For a lot of people, their connection to North Carolina basketball was Woody Durr. Uh, Or to Duke basketball was Bob Harris. Because those are the sports that are most identifiable with those universities and their fans. For me, East Carolina, look, I great baseball school. I'm not, I'm not arguing about not disparaging anything else. To me, East Carolina is a football school. And the best and most consistent connection to fans from that football program was Jeff Charles. And it was that just a sad a sad passing that I know how many East Carolina fans felt it. So condolences to the family, condolences to fans who have lost, you know, in their minds, in many cases, uh, a friend because of the connection. So that was just a sad thing to, to learn about over the weekend. And I thought we should at least mention uh, Jeff Charles, who, I mean, it's been a long, long time since I've spoken with Jeff. I mean, I certainly have, but it was just a very sad thing that happened. And uh, again, condolences to the entire East Carolina football and other community uh, on the passing of Jeff Charles. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's get to a wall of sound. Try to pick the, the place wall of up. sound is a function of this studio. There's no doubt about it. All right, the Super Bowl was played yesterday. What? I am. I recall. Yeah. I remember it. Oh, that thing? Yeah. Yes. That played. The Philadelphia Eagles had a 24-14 lead at the half, and then the script flipped. How did it flip? Patrick Mahomes uh, talked to the team at the half. I'm not sure they had to say a ton, but here's what Patrick Mahomes had to say about it. I, I talked a little bit, but it was everybody. It wasn't like I was the only person talking in that locker room, and we just challenged each other, man, to leave everything out there and... I don't want to say we played tight in the first half, but you didn't see that same joy that we played with. And I wanted guys to just know that everything we worked for is for this moment. You have to enjoy this moment. You can't you can't let the moment overtake you. Um, and um, I thought the guys did that in the second half, and they fought to the very end. So it was interesting to me because if you watch the game, and I assume that most people listening watched the game. Yeah. In the first half, Philadelphia was kind of letting it rip a little bit more than in the second half. Yeah. And it almost looked like Kansas City was playing it a little bit more conservatively and will just use decisions that were made as a guide. 
Kansas City opted for a field goal on fourth and what lot, like fourth and five yeah. from maybe even less than that, uh, that it would have been a 42-yard field goal. It's a very, very makeable field goal that Harrison Butker did not make. But they Andy Reid opted for a field goal there. Ooh, didn't work. Yeah. And so they missed the field goal, but knowing that it was probably going to be a game in which touchdowns were really important field goals as a last resort it was a little bit conservative to see Andy Reid go for the field goal in that situation turns out they didn't convert they didn't get the three points so it became a minus seven as opposed to a minus four in the first half Nick Sirianni was all about it fourth we're going fourth down we're going all of them fourth and five we're doing yep they got them all and the one opportunity in the second half where, granted, it would have been a little bit risky because of the position on the field. They were roughly at the 33-yard line or something like that, or 32-yard line at fourth and two or three. He chose to punt, which I'm not saying is a bad play, but I wonder why the mindset changed in the second half. Obviously, field position mattered. Yeah. But what you did by punting the ball was you gave the the, the Chiefs, who already had a one-point lead, you gave them the opportunity to now go a score up. Yep. And they took advantage of it. The truth is, and that was the punt return by Kadarius Tony that got it inside, oh, inside it the 10. Oh, like the 10-5, yeah, yeah, something like that. But, and I'm not blaming the... Because the punt was kind of low and it wasn't great. And Kadarius Tony made a great play. So full marks for that. But the the worst that happens if you are unsuccessful is that you give the Chiefs a short field with which they could score a touchdown. But even then, everything we had seen from the game said Philly was probably the better team. Yeah, they would have answered. They probably would have answered. And actually, they did answer when they got the ball back. Yeah. And they got the two-point conversion, and they tied the game anyway. I thought that was where Nick Sirianni blinked. I, that's where I think he that maybe the, the moment got him. Uh, all right, let's talk about the moment at the end of the game, towards the end of the game with the defensive pass interference or defensive uh, holding call on James Bradbury. Here's the head coach, Sirianni, on the call. Hey, it's Adam Golden. I'm in studio with my friend, Coach Pete DeRuta with the Capital Financial Advisory Group. Is it ever too soon to seek out you and your expertise? Really, there's no too soon. It's time to get serious. So if you're 50 or over, we call it the financial red zone. And that's when really it's time for you to take control of your money and, and make sure you have a firm on your side that's a fiduciary planning firm, which means they take your side at all times. Now, we'll do this for the next 10 of you who call. This is a $1,000 value, but I'm going to waive my planning fee to make sure you get your total retirement plan and you get on the right path for retirement. Call 888-843-0013, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not, it's not my job to, uh, you know, 
I mean, you, you'll see me on the sideline. I'm going to argue with different things of, of, of calls here and there, but it's not my job to make the call. You know, those guys got to do that in, in split second, um, you know, scenarios. Um, and so, you know, that's what he saw and he, and he called it. And so that's never, it, I, I know it always appears to be that, you know, it's one call that makes the. It's not. It's not what it is, right? It's not what it is. There's there, there's so many plays that contribute to the the end result of the game, and in, and today they were better than we were. Yeah. Even he's saying that it's not down to that one. It's play. not down to that one call. All right. How about the guy who committed the call, James Bradbury? We know this. Players never think they commit penalties or fouls or do anything wrong. Hey, James, what'd you think? I mean, that's not up for my judgment. You know, I, I was hoping he would let it go, but of course, you know, he's a ref. Big game. Um, it was it was a hold, so they called it. It was a hold. Well, look at that. So he called it. End of discussion. All right, but of course, it isn't the end of the discussion because we had uh, morning uh, talk shows on ESPN uh, to deal with Ryan Clark from ESPN on was it the right call? The call is absolutely right by the letter of the law. You can hate it all you want. You can think that it ruined a great game all you want to. But James Bradbury grabbed on to Juju Smith-Schuster two times. And if this is the first uh, quarter of this game, if this is the second quarter of this game, if this game is a blowout one way or another, then we're sitting here and we're saying, hell, nobody cares about the flag that was called when James Bradbury actually actually held Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah. I don't even know why we're having a debate about it. Yeah. But we are, and this is why we're having the debate. This is from Pat McAfee, who actually went to Twitter last night. Did did you edit this? Did you, did you bleep out? Uh-oh. Did it need a bleep? Yeah, it might need, might need a bleep. Okay. It's uh, not bleeped yet. Uh-oh. So we, we shouldn't risk it. Anyway, uh, McAfee it w- wasn't that blue, but it was blue enough. Uh, to uh, to deal with it. Anyway, McAfee said, you can't make that call at that time. And Greg Olson, who was otherwise spectacular last night for Fox. Look, I don't know what Tom Brady's future is in broadcasting. I really don't. And look, if he ends up in the booth and Greg Olson gets pushed out to a second, uh, you know, the number two booth for Fox, that's what it is because Tom Brady's going to make like $40 million a year uh, working for Fox. Yeah. But my gosh, Greg Olson is awesome at that job, as is Kevin Burkhart. They're both excellent. The only mistake I would say for Olson was you can't make that call at that time. No. And the answer is sure you can if you see it. And credit to Mike Pereira for saying right away, yeah, you, if you go back to the beginning of the play, he holds him right on the line of scrimmage. Yeah. And that, to me, is where they make the call. We did You didn't, you didn't re-edit McAfee yet. Right? It's fine. Don't worry about it. But McAfee spends a minute basically saying, you can't make the call at that time. No, you can. And if you see it, you should. Time of the call doesn't matter. As long as it's within the game, I think that's what happened at Duke. Ah, uh, yes. 